Wait, should I say it? Yeah, be blunt as fuck. This is Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. Hey everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. So the first story we're going to start off with is Kaylee Cuoco. I think that's how you say her name. I've never said her name out loud. I've only seen it. So, (laughs) I mean, based Um, off of how Katie said Idris Alba's name, what did you say? Idris Idris. Adiba? So if I'm saying it wrong, we don't know. Sorry. It's Kaylee Cuoco from The Big Bang Theory. Um, She just announced that her and her husband um, are getting a divorce. Um, his name is Carl Cook. They've been together for five years, married for three, but they're officially calling it quits. And um, they released a statement that said, despite a deep love and respect for one another, we have realized that our current paths have taken us in opposite directions. We have both shared so much of our journey publicly. So while we prefer to keep this aspect of our personal life private, we wanted to be forthcoming in our truth together. There is no anger, animosity, quite the contrary. Their statement continues, we have made this decision together through an immense amount of respect and consideration for one another and request that you do the same and understanding that we will not be sharing any additional details or commenting further. Um, so this is her second divorce. Right. Um, well, and she was just posting on Instagram, like maybe a couple of months ago for their three-year anniversary. And obviously each other. Yeah. Like, you can't like take Instagram as fact because obviously it's a, all a facade, but yes. it seemed like they still liked each Everything other. Was fine. I don't yeah. know, you know, so now but it's taking a left turn. That I, so a few weeks ago I was on TikTok and her and Pete Davidson are in this new movie together. And I don't know why, but when I saw the video, I was just thinking to myself, is she still married? And if she's not, I feel like she's about to announce a split. I don't know what in me, because if you see the video, it's not even like- I saw them. Yeah. So they're- just like DTF energy. Like I felt like they were down to fuck. Well, so they are in this movie together. It's a romantic comedy called Meet Cute. And so what Katie's talking about is these TikTok videos of like, it's like really playful, you know, yeah, like it's like it was Pete's trying playful. to like do his lines and like she's singing behind them. And it's just like, Being I don't know, silly. it's like very flirty energy. <laughs> yeah. And so like, I could see why people are now like, hey, and Katie's now like, hey, are they, you know, like, and it's weird because. On? I don't know. Pete has like a little thing about him though. You know, like he kind of does. And I used to think he was fucking hideous. Like right. I literally thought but he was there's something hideous. about Pete. I don't but know now what I'm like, it is. Did something happen? <laughs> okay. So I I have to admit to myself, like I have a little crush on Pete. Like I don't know why. And He's I can't tell you why. Because it seems like his mouth is a little bit juicier, which you guys know I hate. So it's it's weird to me that I would even have be having these thoughts these impure thoughts about Pete you know <laughs> so I can see where like and he pulls like he gets he, um yeah. has girls you well, know he, obviously he was Ariana yeah and then he was dating Phoebe Denever or something she's from Bridgerton and but they broke up back in April so like they broke and up wasn't he dating Cindy Crawford's daughter 
Oh, um, yeah, also a model. And I, Kaya, um, Gerber Gerber. And I think her family didn't like it or something like that, that they were dating. Um, well, I mean, he's not the conventional choice, you know, he's not like a finance guy that's super stable. Not that, sorry, Pete, not that you're not stable, but I mean, but yeah, like I, they were interesting match, but he definitely gets a lot of girls. So I like, wouldn't be surprised if they get together, He's probably um, one of those guys or like one of those people who just has a really attractive energy. Yeah, know? exactly. Like I, there's just something about him. Like, yeah. I wish I thing. could meet him in person just to tell you guys, like, if I feel it. And I don't think I'm not saying they cheated or whatever, but there's just this DTF energy between them. That's like going on in these like videos. Well, and, and I sometimes saw- it's like not even like you're cheating or planning on cheating with that person sometimes it's just like you need that bit of flirty energy to like push you off the edge and decide I don't want to be in this marriage anymore because like clearly there's guys that want me you know or like I could have a better situation well it was she already had like kind of an unconventional relationship because back in um August of 2019 she said in an interview with Entertainment Tonight that her and her husband hadn't even moved in together like despite being married for over a year and she was sounds ideal it totally sounds ideal in our case, but she was like, we're building our dream house and we're eventually going to be under the same roof. Um, we have an unconventional marriage, you know, we have different locations that we're at a lot. We're not together every single day. And then in March, 2020, the couple moved into their Los Angeles home amid the coronavirus pandemic. Um, and then she's, so maybe like once they actually had to move in together, it took a toll on their relationship. it's It's double trouble. Because it was during a pandemic. Because it's, yeah, they're moving in together. And typically if you move in together, like at least you can leave the house and like go hang out with friends and do other things. But like you're just moving in with someone and you fucking can't leave. Like that stuck with that person from never being with them. And then all of a sudden having to be with them every fucking day kind of sounds like hell. Like it sounded kind of like the dream marriage at first when you don't even have to live together or you can see each other in bits like (laughs) in waves. Right. But I don't, I don't know. I, and then like, um, she's worth $150 million or something like that or a hundred million dollars. So people were like, what's going to happen. But like, apparently she signed an ironclad prenup. So like, she should Mm, be fine. Um, and then in her last marriage, she was married to a tennis player. He wasn't that big of a tennis player, but she had to pay him $165,000 plus $195,000 for personal trainers. What the fuck? And up to $55,000 in attorney fees. So his personal trainers were more than his attorneys. That seems interesting. I hope he was fucking ripped because um, that's expensive. But she, so obviously that was, that's like nothing for her. So she kind of got yeah. off. She probably had some kind of prenup there too, but, uh, her husband now, or the one that she's getting a divorce to his dad, he's an equestrian and he makes like, uh, like a few thousand from competitions and stuff. He earns thousands in prize money, which I'm not allowed. I'm just like, it's like, like, that's not, that's great. Like fantastic. I wish I was equestrian. I was just saying, I wish I had like a full Hermes, like equestrian outfit and would ride horses and stuff. Obviously I'm never going to do that. But you know, if you're an equestrian is your fucking job for a living that you come for money anyways. And he does. His dad's a billionaire, Scott Cook. He was the founder of the software company that owns like TurboTax, QuickBooks. Mm. Um, So, you know, he already has the buku bucks in his family. Like he's, he's not 
probably making it from his horse shows, but I'm sure there's a trust there and he's fine. Yeah. He's yeah. His thousands his of dollars are like just a, like, his job sounds like a hobby. It hundred percent is because <laughs> it's not like fucking golf where like every tournament you win like $5 million or whatever. Yeah, like, I mean, it literally said online thousands. So I don't yeah. know what it didn't even say hundreds of thousands. It said yeah. And thousands. I think if it was hundreds of thousands, it would have said hundreds said of that. thousands. Yeah. So it sounds like he's fine with his family's money, but good thing she's protected because she fucking made so much off the big bang theory. Yeah. She's, she's doing all right. I think this divorce will play out very cleanly. Yeah. But you guys don't be surprised if we hear about her and Pete. That's just what I'm thinking. You heard it here first. You heard it here. Unless you've been on TikTok. (laughs) Then you might've heard it there first, but we are confirming that. Confirming nothing. (laughs) Just confirming our feelings. Yes. That's basically what it is. Um, On to the next story, which is Scott Disick DMs Courtney's ex Eunice I don't know how to say his last name. You guys I would guess that it's Benjima. 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 Yeah. Okay. Whatever. So it's, is it whatever? Characters? Yeah. So Courtney, we know Courtney and um Travis Barker. Travis Barker have been dating. They like are obsessed with each other. Hot they and are heavy everywhere. everywhere. Like horny teenagers. Like a hundred percent. I'm like and I've, I've kind never of, like, seen here a corner com- a couple. <laughs> right. Because I feel like I mean not that we know Courtney, but like we've been watching her for years on keeping up with the Kardashians and she always just seemed well, so like when her and Scott were good, they were very affectionate. So it seems like she is yeah. kind of an affectionate person, but then when they were bad, she was like, get the fuck off me all the time. So it kind of like switched. So you saw different aspects. So I think she is kind of a naturally flirty person, but then when she would post, like try to be hot pictures with like Eunice, it wasn't like a natural, like it seemed like so contrived. Staged. Yeah. And it just wasn't coming off. Whereas like Travis and her honestly seem like they're like ready to fuck at any second. oh yeah both of these people's love languages must be physical, physical touch, touch. because Woo. they are touching the shit out of each other which the shit good for her happy for her everyone deserves to be happy and they look like they are having a bomb ass time yeah so they're in italy obviously making out everywhere like he's touching her butt and so there's this picture of them that they're making out on a boat cool so scott like sees this picture and DMs it to Courtney's ex Eunice and says, yo, is this chick? Okay, bro. Like, what is this in the middle of Italy? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then Eunice, I, I can't even Eunice responds and goes, doesn't matter to me as long as she's happy. PS. I ain't your bro. Okay. A few thoughts, few thoughts Mm -hmm. on this. Um, the slang doesn't land with me because I don't believe either of them use slang. I'm not, I'm pretty sure, um, Eunice is a native French speaker, so I can't imagine that he's using US, US English slang. Mm-hmm. Um, but also Scott's bro thing, like what the fuck bro. And then two, what did you like? I don't understand how you thought that this was like a safe space to express your emotions about Courtney. Well, that's what I was thinking too, because like, I thought it was weird. He was reaching out to him because he hated him. And it seemed like, right. like he always hated him. And it seemed like kind of, and like the family didn't like him either. And it seemed kind of like a talk, like a weird relationship for Courtney. Like they just didn't like the whole, fa- whole family didn't like him. And so it kind of seemed like desperate in a sense that he was reaching out to him of all people. It's like, 
bro, tell your therapist. Well, and like, I don't know if he was like trying to relate with the children because Eunice is, is younger. a child. <laughs> yeah. So, and maybe the bros, I know the bros say cap. They I the don't bros, know. It the was kids say bro people, cap, like, why wouldn't you send it to the sisters? I don't know. Or just keep that to yourself. Because it's, it's, it's so bizarre. Well, according to E! News, Scott Disick is still very better about Courtney and Travis's relationship, obviously. Um, he wants her to be happy but behind closed doors. He will always have regrets about their relationship and that it didn't work out. Um, he is bitter because he has never seen Courtney this serious about someone. Um, Scott, but he is mortified that Eunice shared his private DM message, which I love that he shared it, obviously, Thank for you, us, Eunice. this content. Um, he had a low moment and was looking for someone who could relate to his feelings and immediately regretted sending the message yeah so also I I'm like does Scott forget he has a girlfriend this poor other child that Uh, Scott is with I know her brain isn't fully developed yet because she's only a teenager right so she's still um and that's fact guys your brain doesn't fully develop I'm not even cheating that's like an actual fact and like she literally still has like brain <laughs> like, yeah what is it the rear front cortex your or frontal lobe your frontal about your doesn't dis- fully develop yes. until the age of 21 which so is I'm why like, they made that the drinking age and I'm like okay so why is he like is this why you're going for teenage girls even though he's like they all go for me and I'm like yeah but like why would anyone go for someone who's so blatantly obsessed with his ex girlfriend slash baby mama like literally obsessed like Sophia dealt with it for over three years and then finally we saw on the show she was like okay it's like me or Courtney and then because you're like so obsessed and yeah then it was because like, he's like well, frontal always lobe be developed yeah so she decided like, that's a bad idea so I think Amelia has like one more year on her because I think she just turned 20 um and guys it doesn't start till 25 or stop till 25 so it's I just am like I would be so embarrassed if my boyfriend did that. Like, I would be like, right. okay, like, do you even want to be with me? Because you're clearly up your baby mama's asshole. Well, she's still in that stage of like, a guy can really do anything to you and you like, don't forgive him. Right. You're like too much of a it. child to like, let it, you'll just let it slide because you don't know any better. Yeah. So she's still very much in that stage. So she's just like happy to be in a relationship probably. And like, you know, you're at that age, you kind of feed a little bit off of that relationship drama. Like, yes, it's it almost like some, exciting. It, 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 yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. So and I you're feel kind like of that's like how she feels, mm-hmm. but it's so fucking embarrassing. It's very then, embarrassing. So embarrassing for then Scott to be reaching out to his ex baby mama's ex boyfriend who's also a child and trying to relate to them when they never got along like it'd be different right. if they were like besties and he's like, like buddies, man I'm hurting but they weren't but like you're reaching out to him to like make fun of your baby mama to him like it's it was bizarre. embarrassing and then apparently this is Amelia. So Amelia was definitely annoyed by Scott, allegedly um, DMing Eunice about Courtney, but she's not going to do anything about it. And they're still Wait, together. does it say that? Yeah, this is yeah, <laughs> verbatim. This is on entertainment tonight. <laughs> but she's okay. not going to do anything okay. about it. Exactly what we fucking said. <laughs> like, so okay. They're spending Labor Day together in New York and are planning to go to the Hamptons. And then they got to be in New York for Fashion Week. So the uh. source adds Scott is trying to move on from the whole situation, but is a little embarrassed that he reached out and that he posted this exchange. And I'm like, a little, oh, a little, a little embarrassed. But like, 
Sophia, or not Sophia, uh, Amelia's got plans. They have to be in New York. They have things to do. She can't think about this any, but I'm like, what the fuck? Like, they're, she's she's not gonna too do busy. About it. She's you too can busy tell scheduling he him. obviously has the upper hand in the situation, in that relationship. No. Yeah, because he's the fucking adult and she's a child. child. So she's used to following adults. Exactly. And then I don't know if this is a coincidence or what, but Courtney, like literally right after promoted on Instagram, a new Poosh article, and it was how to get over someone who treated you badly a push special and it was literally right after this happened so I almost think I mean obviously they have to put work into what they're doing at push but and they like think but I think it's I just, feel like she's a petty person so totally. I feel like this is something that. that she would have done on purpose like I feel okay like do she, you know why I'm with Travis because you treated me like fucking shit dude and she has like a PR team. Like yeah. you're telling me that no one caught this and was like, maybe this is a bad idea to post right now just because of or like great. what's going on. Or no, it was probably strategic as fuck. Because exactly. They, because think about how many people are going to go want to read that article now. Exactly. Because of all the drama that's going They're on. They're like, Did oh, I read is about there it? something? No, I didn't. I've never read a single Poosh article we, in my life. No, no. We read <laughs> the title. We read the title. And that's it. And that's it. I don't care about the actual Poosh article or what. We're, we're like Amelia. We don't care. We don't, are we going to do anything about it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. We're just going to let it roll right off her back. We don't care. <laughs> okay, our frontal lobe like, probably hasn't developed from our years of alcohol abuse. Like, it's... <laughs> We're right there with you, Amelia. But I hopefully Scott learned his lesson because it is like embarrassing for him. And I love Scott and I wanted them to get back together. I really did. But I genuinely think Courtney is like extremely happy. And they posted something at Disneyland that's like forever is not long enough or something like that. So I see. I feel like I started off feeling very sad for Scott. Like I I did. uh, I I still kind of do. But I feel like it's kind for me. I feel like his back to back teenage girl friends and like I don't know I just and apparently he hasn't done what Courtney has asked of him according to the show to change which they never were clear on and it's like I I know know Scott like I know Scott in the beginning was a toxic ass person and I thought Mm -hmm. maybe he had changed but it seems like he's still very toxic so I don't know if I'm like a Scott Disick fan anymore I mean I think he's hilarious like I would watch a show about Scott I love him Yeah, yeah but I don't know, like, if I personally would want to be in a relationship with him or know like, him. It seems like Courtney might be better off with Travis, right? In terms of someone and it who does, treats her right. It does right. hurt me to say that. Because and I and I've had a crush on Travis Barker since 2004. Okay, like I have loved to. him, obsessed. So uh, would I love him to be single and for me to be with Travis? Oh, 100. But- yeah, I mean, do I like? follow his son Landon on TikTok to watch videos of him and yes. over and over again. Yes, mm-hmm. I do that because I do love Travis Barker and I do think they're a very hot. attractive family. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I love Travis. I'm not sure about Scott. I do think she's better off. And it's, but it's like kind of weird because their exes have kind of cut like Shayna Mokler, like has kind of like talked shit about them as well. So it's just kind of weird how both their exes who they haven't been with for a very long time are both making these statements about but the it's relationship. Also, it's like really think, affecting them. You have to think like who, like who's the source, you know, because I do know Shayna did some weird ass shit and like she's having some issues with like her kids and like, Mm -hmm. you know, and then also Scott's very toxic as well. So it's like, I don't know if I, if them complaining about their relationship, it makes me feel like they have a bad relationship because of who is saying that. 
it'd be different if they were like in very, very stable relationships beforehand. And these very, very stable adults were like, I'm expressing concern. It just seems petty. Oh, no, 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 no. I wasn't saying that. I wasn't saying like, oh, we should, they should watch out. I was just saying it's interesting how like both the exes almost seem to be like, have this like jealousy that their exes are doing so well. Maybe Shayna and Scott should date, but Shayna's a little too old for him to be honest. Like he loves- if you're not graduated from high school within the past year, you are you're not too, Scott's type. You are too, too old. old. Too old. Amelia, you have about another year. Yeah. As soon as your frontal lobe. So enjoy it. Rose, you're out. <laughs> enjoy it. Um, well, let's talk about Amelia's mom, shall we? Amelia's mummy. <laughs> Lisa Renna. Lisa Renna. Um, so... I feel like we talk about Erica so much, but it's but, because there's so much every day in the news about her. Right. And it doesn't every stop. day, every week I get more and more angry. Like I, uh, I like, my opinions change week from week. My housewife's opinions change week from week. There's just, oh, I know like, this situation. There's really always something my shit up with, with the oh. housewives. Yeah. Okay. So we'll just start off with um, housewives this week. So Crystal in the beginning of the episode hosted like a small little dinner and it was like Erica, Kathy and Garcelle. And that dinner was like straight out of fucking mean girls. Okay? It was disgusting. And I was starting to not, not like Crystal. She was okay to me. Like I was like, oh, she's like, whatever. Um, but then this dinner, she comes in and is a total mean girl. So it starts off by just, it's basically the whole entire dinner was like, let's bash Sutton and Garcelle in her confessional was like, it's very odd to me. They want to like bash her when they know her and I are like close friends, but okay. And Kathy starts off by saying, I have good news and I have bad news. No one cares what you have to say. Then they go around the table about like how they've never heard of her before, even though they're at the same country club. And if she behaved in any other group, like she did with Erica, she would be quote back in Augusta. Honestly, thank God for Garcelle because she pointed it out. She says, I never heard of Crystal before this show. Like, we, yeah, no one literally has. any of them. Like, I didn't know about Kyle before she came on the show. I, I didn't did. know. Like, I didn't. I mean, I had seen that she was like Paris Hilton's aunt, yeah, but like mm-hmm. no one knew of Kyle. Realistically. No, I mean, we wouldn't know about really any of these women if they weren't. And on I TV. doubt she would be like any in any high society circle. She probably would have gone on her sister's membership, but like I don't think she had at the time. At yeah, the time, right? Absolutely. So but, like none of these people. I mean, that this is what the show does, you know. So it, it like totally. I, I liked Crystal because I thought that she had a fucking brain and thought for herself and said what she felt. Like that violation conversation was very controversial, but she felt how she felt and she spoke her truth. That's what I liked about her. But this was like some petty bullshit where she was following the group. It's like the mean girls finally allowed her into their mm-hmm. little circle. And so she felt like she had to like agree with them. Exactly. Stupid. stupid. It's stupid because, and it's comical because she talks about being bullied growing up. And then it's like, she grows up and is just as bad as right. one of these mean girl bitches that people were mean to her. And it's like, if you know what it's like to be treated like like shit why do you want to do that to people and I'm like does it like you literally married the director of the Lion King like who the fuck are you people know your husband but no one knows who the fuck you are no clue who she was no clue and then in the be- and then I remember in the beginning she was like I've never heard of Dorit before and if you don't know someone in this town they're not worth knowing like bitch we all know who Dorit is because she's been on this show so take several yeah. seats we and all know no, who- <laughs> Dorit is, is not worth knowing we know this 
but like, like we her. know I like she her. Is. I like Doree. I don't know. She hasn't bothered. I, like, Doree, I like don't. I, I like her and I don't like, I don't know. She's just a whatever character to me, but like, I like her better than Crystal. I'll tell you that she's more entertaining uh, right now um, for fucking sure. And then like to put someone like Sutton down because they don't, people don't know who she is at your country clubs, like take several seats. You and I was like, snobs. I was actually very, I don't know if the right word is hurt, but disappointed. I was very disappointed in Kathy for engaging participating in like that. because I love her and it was it seems like beneath her and she doesn't seem yes. to be like Caddy. I mean obviously she's probably somewhat elitist but she doesn't seem to be like elitist elitist you know like she doesn't yeah. care she just does what she wants to do when she wants to do it and it's almost so, just like she is who she is because it's like of what she's had for literally forever so it's kind of like yeah. but it was a little mean girlish and I didn't expect it from Kathy honestly it was a and lot. then it was like Erica I wanted to be like Erica how can you hate from outside the club you can't you even get, get in. in like unless because you can't get in anymore unless you're taking the orphan money and paying that bill because how are you getting into your country well club anymore? I did hear I did hear that Erica won the lottery a couple of years ago and so over the past couple of years, she's been collecting like something like $250,000. Yes. Continuing to collect this money and is refusing to give it to the orphans. So in recent court documents obtained by the son, Erica has allegedly been receiving about $242,000 from the California state lottery since 2012. And despite her allegedly receiving the payments over the last nine years, she refuses to give a cent to the victims or to Tom's estate to help pay off his $101 million debt. Um, instead, she's apparently using it in legal fees in an attempt to protect her assets. The son reports she's diverted and transferred it right to receive a, um, to receive attorney fees from a settlement agreement in the form of ongoing stream of payments from the state lottery. So... Maybe this is how she has been paying for all her bills and everything like that and how she's been able to get the fuck out. It it could be. Um, but two hundred and fifty thousand dollars over nine years isn't a lot of money. But she's scheduled to receive seventy eight thousand from this year until two thousand twenty five. So I don't understand how lottery payments work. Well, you can either get a lump sum or yeah, or they can pay it over time. But I don't understand how if she's made like only 250,000 over the past nine years. However, these next couple of years, she's going to get $80,000. Like that. I don't even like when it said 78,000, I'm like, wait, maybe it's like pre tax and the rest. I don't fucking know. I don't, I'm not, I'm not a finance person. So whatever. But the point is, is I feel like she did spend those people's money that Tom stole from and it would go a long way to making her look a little bit better if she would just give up some money. I don't think she's going to do that because I don't think no, she has she's any not money, but I don't think she has any money. Like she kind of needs to live as well. So I don't know how, what you do in that situation when it's like, you still need money to live, but you, the money you made was in a fucked up way. I don't know. Well, seems- I just feel like, I don't think she needs to give up every cent of her money. Well, just but like I think a, she, a little, a little bit, like maybe cut out glam. Like she always which, appar- glam. which apparently her glam are her friends. So apparently a lot, I'd rather they're just uh, sometimes doing it for free out of the goodness of their heart. And since they are her friends, but they're not doing it like as much as they used to. And I'm like, well, yeah, when they were getting 40 grand a month, like <laughs> I'm mean, right. I would be doing your makeup they- every fucking, I don't care. 
I'd be in there like right. my beauty blender blending away. So but it's just there's just things like I don't know, like it just rubs me the wrong way. How she's like vacuuming with a fucking Dyson. Like her house is still very, very nice. Mm-hmm. Like she has fresh extensions Rover. and like you're you have to pay for extensions. And like, you could tell you have her to get the hair. Her full this was professional glaze. So okay, then fast forward to later in the episode um Kathy had like this fancy ass dinner party right and you could tell she had full glam there like that was professional glam that wasn't Erica did that so I'm like okay maybe her friends were doing her favor I don't know but Kathy had like this full-on nice ass dinner that was like butler status full weight like caviar pie pie and I'm like that doesn't sound good I've never had caviar so I don't know what it tastes like I have and I don't it's like a little bit salty so I don't know if I'd want a full pie. It was of it. chunks. Like it was like chunky cat. I mean, maybe I don't, I'm sure I'm like sure it was made very well and it tasted really good. Dorit was like in her element though. She was like, I love I'm this like, life. and I was like, this is your element, Dorit. Yeah, right. You've like, like never had this type of service before in your fucking life. Like, let's not pretend that this is your status level because it's but not. But didn't you see, but it, didn't you see how the butler didn't even know who Kyle was? She's like, this is my sister's house. And it seemed like it was staff that she had like had. Like, it okay. was, like, her staff. Right. And you're telling me that, like, people at the fucking country club don't know Sutton. The butler doesn't even doesn't know, even know his Kyle. Literally. Kathy's and that's your sister. sister. Like, okay. And you guys think that you're known? Bitch, please. Right? And it's, so Sutton tries to, like, chit-chat with Erica at Kathy's dinner, but Erica, like, shuts it down right away, and she was, like, she has real problems, and one of them is not Sutton's opinion of her. So it's kind of, like, off to a great fucking start. Um. So in the beginning of the episode, really quick, Sutton and Kyle, they were talking um, and Sutton said how she like doesn't believe all of Erica's stories. Like nothing adds up, like especially with Tom's accident and stuff like that. And Kyle's like, well, I've just never known her to be a liar. Then at dinner, she tells Erica to her face that she doesn't think Erica's legal troubles will affect her and that she's like softened all her positions um, since like the initial meeting that she had with the girls. But then Kyle comes in accusing her of... um, She's like, you tell the woman one thing and then Erica another, but Erica then becomes like scary. Like she literally was the devil fucking reincarnated. Like he came up through her, through her soul, Uh like up her asshole, through her soul and came out of her mouth. It was like, Like, it was, I'm going to cut you with a knife sort of a thing. (laughs) She didn't say that, but she basically like could have, it was like that scary. And it was like this huge tearful performance and she wouldn't even let Sutton speak, like won't even let her get an edge word in edgewise. And I'm like, maybe you should let her speak so like you can at least have like a maybe you can come to some sort of middle ground but you're just like shutting her off like right and then it was like (laughs) it was so manipulative to me like okay yeah she's she's angry at Sutton she's like you know just like so fucking scary and then uh, the other girls are like trying to like rationalize with her like you like have to think about the victims you know and she's like well what about me like and I'm like, bitch, okay, she, this is not the time to be saying that. Yeah. And then she like, goes, she goes you don't know what I have to deal with. And then she's like telling Sutton to shut the fuck up. Like literally says, shut the fuck up. And I was like, um, did they forget their manners? They're at a fancy ass butler dinner with caviar <laughs> pie. And she's like, shut the fuck up. I'm like cursing language, even though I cuss every five seconds, but I'm never at a fancy dinner. Yeah. Well, so, and it's, it's like, it's, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me because. If you're in a situation like that, you can't expect your friends to not have 
any questions. Like Erica wants blind loyalty. Right. And this is a fuzzy situation and to Sutton have blind offered loyalty. offered her money, which we're all forgetting apparently on the episodes yes. now. And I'm like, what the fuck? You're never going to talk about like the fact that Sutton was your only fucking friend. You want to say you don't know who she is at the country club yet. All those other rich bitches didn't offer a dime to you, did they? No one. Not a no single one person offered a dime Sutton? except for Sutton. Right. And now you want to come at Sutton like this? And because she's not she doesn't cool have enough. She's not popular loyalty? enough. She's questioning you. She's questioning. And it's like, she's not even. Like, she's just like, hey, like, this story doesn't add up. Like, can you retell this fucking story? Or like, you know, it's like, it's questions that I would have too. And to be honest, if I were in that situation, I would just give Erica space and I right. wouldn't even be around you have her. To. She's but she has she's to be around her. So she needs answers. Like, is she going to be implicated in any of this? They're like on now, a show together. Rena is like in deep shit, not deep shit, but like her name's being she's thrown being around. And yeah, Dorit so, was like, you know, when articles are written, we're all involved. Right. Like, and I'm who, glad who Dorit, thought Dorit, Dorit was even going to open her fucking mouth because she had a lot to say behind Erica's right. back too, but no one calls out Dorit. Kyle wasn't like, well, Dorit, you said X, Y, and Z. Just Only Garcelle did that. Zoom. And then Dorit's like, you're a bully. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Please, please. Yeah. Right. And then Erica's like, every time I like, come to one of these events, like you guys always have to bring this shit up. And I'm like, are you? Because it's a new joking? story. It's like how no. we bring it up every episode because it's a no, new it's story not even every day. That. For me, it's the fact that she was bringing it up at every single, every she single was. chance she gets. Yeah. When, when she was looking for sympathy and people actually felt bad for her, she was bringing it up every time they met. Mm-hmm. Every time they met, she was crying. And like, I had a court case or Tom called me and like bringing it up over and over again. And then now that people are like, wait, this isn't adding up. And now we're she's asking like, why are questions. We speaking about she's this? like, yeah, why are we talking about this? It's none of why? your business. And why? I'm like, you like, literally like their that. business. Like, she's like, I cannot speak. It's like all of a sudden she becomes like possessed because it's it's a fucking act. And I'm like, are you forgetting this is your job? Like you need to get paid, bitch. This is what you signed up for. It is steal from burn victims and and want your expensive lifestyle and then go on a reality show and not want to talk about it. Well, apparently she took Real Housewives of Beverly Hills out of her bio. I just saw. And I was like, okay, so I wonder what's going to happen now. But well, now really, how are you going to pay your bills? uh, You need the job. And also Crystal makes a stupid ass comment at this dinner. So obviously Sutton was worried about her reputation and Erica was like, this doesn't affect any of you. And I'm like, well, yeah, none of the other ladies offered financial help except Sutton, but whatever. Um, so Crystal casually brought up as an example of how her husband, Rob Minkoff, has worked with people whose names were dragged in the Me Too movement and his reputation wasn't impacted or hampered. But like, I know now it's was, about to be was tr- Crystal was like trying to make a point that associating with people involved in legal issues doesn't affect each other's image. It just came off badly. And lots of Real Housewives fans were like pissed and like rightfully so because she's just like, what a stupid comparison. Like, what the fuck? That is literally the worst thing that you could say in that situation. The now, worst. now I'm questioning. Now you're bringing up sexual assault. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, no one. It didn't affect his his image. I mean, it probably okay. does now. Why now, are they even you still Google working him, with This him. is what's going to come up. Like, yeah, why no, are these rapists or assaultists still working? Yeah, that's the problem. He's still probably associating with these people and we didn't know about it. We're just watching live right. being like, oh, hey, you know, but like now that we have access to this information, fuck him. 
So fans were like pissed and they were tweeting. One said, Crystal comparing Tom and Erica's case to the Me Too cases says a lot about her reasoning skills. There's not a lot. Another fan wrote, Crystal saying Me Too didn't impact her husband. So the Girardis robbing orphans and widows and burn victims and having open litigation won't impact the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills cast. Um, Galaxy Brain take. Another fan shared, the person I'm the most irritated with is Crystal. Um, Beloved who... No, if not for the show and your husband, then to bring up me too, it's not looking good for you. Um, also the quick mention by Crystal that her husband has had me too people working for him and it didn't affect him. That's not a good look for her. Um, but basically, and they were just saying she's trash with that comparison and what a dumpster of a human. So people are pissed, but I felt like that kind of was glossed over. And I was like, why is this even being glossed over? Like as soon as she said it, I was like something at the reunion hold on she hold on gotta call her out about that yeah it's just wrong on many levels it's wrong that she thought that that was appropriate comparison and then it's wrong that the fact that he continued to work with those people you know like it's like because it didn't hurt his image so why not because he was like whatever i'm gonna still make movies with harvey weinstein even though his it doesn't hurt my image everyone yeah yeah who cares like okay you're gonna have to I'm sure she'll have some stupid answer. I just can't stand her right now on this show. Yeah. So whatever. Um, but yeah, you guys, Real Hospice of Beverly Hills, it's kind of the gift that keeps on giving. With the, I mean, there's literally something new every fucking day. It's always changing. And thank God for Garcelle and Sutton, like I said last week, because I just feel like they're continuously every week, the voice of reason in this fucking group and are asking the questions that we all want to fucking know. Yeah, because there, everyone else is so afraid of Erica. Of Erica, yes. And like Erica to Sutton was like, what are you going to do about it? You know? And yeah, I'm like, Erica, like what scary. the fuck are you going to do about it? Like, what Sutton's are you going to like- Sutton's going to live her? her life. Yeah, what are you going to hit her and have another lawsuit? No, you're not going to fucking do anything. So like right. sit down. And if you don't want to talk about this shit, then stop fucking talking about it. A stop lot of the housewives- The narrative- then if you don't want people to ask questions a lot of the housewives could have taken several seats this episode like honestly a lot of you needed to shut the fuck up and it wasn't sudden it wasn't sudden it wasn't garcelle no the rest of you needed to shut the fuck up exactly and kathy was like we shouldn't be talking while we're eating or something well because dury dury opened her mouth and she was like nope dury sorry we're not talking while we're eating but the rest of them are like going ham Yeah, and then it just all hell broke Because loose. realistically, if she let Dorit talk, she would have been talking the whole fucking night. Whole time. She would have gone down the list off. and been like, I have a problem with this with you. It's arbitrary. Nothing mm-hmm. actually happened. But I just want to tell you I don't like you. Mm-hmm. Mm. God. <sighs> Talk way too much. Can't wait for the reunion. And Andy better call him out. I hope, I hope they can talk about stuff with all the legal, legal stuff that's going on. I know. I mean, they've been able to talk about a lot. So we'll see. Um, Anyways, so another show that we have been watching has been Bachelor in Paradise. Obviously, we said this last time. So good. It just, yeah. This is also a show that is a gift that keeps on giving this week. And it's on Monday, Tuesdays. So it's like so much to give. (laughs) It's so much. And typically, I would not be down for like this type of show to give me two nights of content because like it's it's a lot. But it's, it's, it's good content. So I don't mind it. So um, Monday starts off with Chris and he come, he's the first one to come down and who's Chris. You may ask 
I don't know because apparently he was on uh, Claire season. I could not tell you who he was to save I my watch life. Claire season. And I still don't so know. So did who I. Was. Still don't know. He came down with Chasen, and apparently him and Chasen were like besties or something. They come down so fucking embarrassing. It was like making me cringe. Chris is like, hopefully there's a smoke show on the beach. There better be some smoke shows on that beach. Like kept saying it. He's like, we're like the Bash Brothers, bro. But like the smoke show, bros. <laughs> like it was literally the Sickening. I was cringing and I was like tell me you've never fucked a girl before Chris without telling me you've never fucked a girl I'm sorry were you looking for Lance Bass because there's no way you've ever been with a female if that I don't think so talk. I don't I'm, think so I am shocked and then Chasen is like because Chasen on the show also like was I guess he called Claire or Tasia I'm not sure which one but he was he was called called them a smoke show so it sounded like Chris was just like is this what we call girls and like decided to use that word. And Serena was like, yeah, so everyone knew Chasen because he called her a smoke show and they said it was like so embarrassing. But what girl wouldn't want to be called a smoke show? Um, Serena, do you also like to call it pound town when you fuck? Because what is this? Some bro lingo? If someone was like, yeah, girl, you're smoke show. I would be like, no. I'd be like, can you shut the fuck up no. and get away from me? I'm not a smoke show. I'm the baddest bitch you'll ever You've be with. Ever seen. That's right. <laughs> I'm fucking gorgeous. Get that right. <laughs> gorgeous and I'm expensive. Those are the only two things you can say about me. <laughs> but it was just so like it was just I was already cringe. It was probably the most cringy episode of the season so far. Yeah, I mean, just them coming in for sure. Oh, so it was, like painful to watch. Chasen comes in and well. Chris comes in, steals Ivan's girl. I fucking love yes, Ivan. I, I feel so bad love- for him. He's such a sweetheart. And so I hate sweet. that she was like, you're, so you don't, we don't have like the connection like me and the other Chris guy have. Which so, I'll, get, I'll comment after we explain their date, but go on. <laughs> so they go, they go on a date. So it's. Chris and Yesenia and Chasen and Deandra. First, let me just say, I feel like Deandra's the prettiest girl there. She's very pretty. And it's kind of like she's subtly pretty because she's kind of been in the background and I didn't really notice her until yeah. this episode. And now and I, I like want to do my hair like her. Yeah. You know, really, I, I, really like like she, her. I was like, wow, she like I like her whole vibe and appearance. And Apparently, Yesenia, who was with Ivan, had a crush, or her top two guys were Ivan and Chris. And I was like, Chris, yeah, Lincoln, like, you that's, miss them. That's, that's what your crush was? Huh, okay. that's interesting. So, yeah, they go on the date. And then apparently, um, what's the girl? I'm totally blanking. The one that we just said is pretty. Deandra. Deandra. So she's been talking to Carl, which Carl, I'm like, who the fuck is he? I don't, I, I don't remember him being on the show, like, this whole entire season. I do, because, like. He's he kind of freaked me out. Well, he gets even creepier, I feel like, the rest of this yeah. episode. So, yeah. Well, so-, so they go on this date. Mm-hmm. And as I'm watching this episode, I'm like texting Katie, like, oh my God. Like, this is fucking awful. Pure torture. They're, it was torture to watch. They're literally just like the girls were laying on their backs and the guys were just blowing all over their bodies. Just so like they go, it's like an them. intimacy coach. And she's like, welcome. And this was like an exercise that she had them do. And it was literally blowing the men on top of each girl, blowing on them with their hot breath. You guys, do you know how many like spit particles come yeah, out when you blow? Up. 
it's COVID time and you're just going to have people blow. They just came and they're going to blow on you. Like it's a no for me. Like thing. physical touch is my least, um, is I got a like score to zero on my love language. So to me, this date would be a true fucking nightmare. And I would genuinely have to hard pass hard pass. I just, it was so hey, fucking uncomfortable and in they the were middle like, of a hot ass it, uh, yes, it's Mexico. so fucking hot. I'm gonna and then you're gonna blow your hot air. And they're it's, getting turned on, which they're is like, oh, most, oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, my oh. my negligee, or what is it called? My decolletage. I don't know. <laughs> like whatever that part of your neck is. <laughs> like my necklace. <laughs> I don't know. It's like some part of I your body. I have no clue. So that could be the right word. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> it's not. It's like decolletage or something. I don't. My necklace is tingling. Fancy blowing boys. She's like, oh, when Chris, I'm like, it it was a lot for me, but I mean, it it worked. I guess they all became closer and Yesenia really liked that. And she was like, wow, like this spark is something I don't have with Ivan. He checks all the boxes, but there's no spark. And this guy, there's a spark and he checks no boxes. So I'm like, okay, this seems like you're like, what was the spark that was missing? Ivan? He didn't blow on you. Ivan can blow on you if you want to. I'm sure Ivan would blow on you. Like that. And that's what I was going to bring up. That's what I was saying was like, she told Ivan, there's just something missing. And I was like, just blow on her, dude. Because that was apparently what Chris gave her was hot breath. For any of you that are wondering, how do you get a boy? How do you get a girl? You may say Katie and Jennifer, like I can't seem to get a guy. No problem. Just blow on them. Make blow. sure your breath is hot and it's hot outside and just blow all over their body. Oh, They're I'm yours. Literally sweating. It's grossing me out so bad. And then to top it off, they start playing Hansel Talkie with strawberries. They're what literally Hansel <laughs> hockey. What did I say? Hansel Talkie. <laughs> you guys, I think they played Hansel Talkie on their necklace. Hansel <laughs> hockey. <laughs> I like honestly I'm so dyslexic it's like not even funny like I we're flustered we're just because we're reliving I'm so this flustered. moment I need to turn on the air because I'm so sweaty right now and I like am it's grossing me out so you're bad. like Taj I'm like I love, I love right Taj she is my soul sister the only person I can relate to on that fucking show we are like, literally just saying this because we're hoping that she comes on the podcast and so no, but we do love gas her. her up we do love because she's a no sweater, I do like her and I'm a sweaty girl <laughs> I, I know sweat. same so I, I and once I start her. I can't stop oh I um, cannot stop no so they're like sucking each other's strawberries and in each other's mouth it's just like the most rancid date I have ever witnessed okay and I don't want to ever like, witness again strawberries are good but it's like not with your saliva why, on them. I don't understand why you couldn't just eat your own strawberries. Like why you had to like swap it in each other's mouths. Like what does that do for your strawberries? I don't know. Apparently it was like such a fucking turn on. Who fucking knows? It was the most disgusting date I've ever seen. And you guys, if you want to fast forward through it, I would suggest it because yeah, we just you described it that. in like perfect detail. And I, we don't want you to have to go through what we did. We did it for you. And it was rough. <laughs> Right. Um, so they come back from this date. Yeah. They're all like coupled up. Um, Deandra's really liking Chasen, um, even though his beard looks like the goat man from Narnia. And she he then Carl like came up to her and gives her like this bracelet from like Brighton. 
or like I or Pandora. He didn't or bring that bracelet. Producers fucking gave that to him to give to her. It is like, like stop. to be honest, like come on, you know, like they sell no charm bracelets. And it's like they didn't. They put one charm on that fucking bracelet. Like it's just here's a rose in case I really vibed with someone here. Like and Noah's like, yeah, my mom used to like Brighton bracelets too back in two thousand. They literally are quintessential two thousand and three jewelry. But and then Chasen was like, hey man, we just came from a date, so like, can I have her back? Like, bro, bro, bro. And he was like, this is not annoying. Not cool, bro. Not cool, bro. I'm like, I literally can't even look at your face so like I need you to get off this I would be so embarrassed like Dandra is the prettiest girl there in my opinion and these are the two guys embarrassed that these are the guys that are fighting over her I'd be like wow makes me yeah what did I what did I do wrong and I'm getting some real cool jewelry out of this yeah I got a Brighton bracelet and Demi Demi was really funny she's like these the poor girl because then chasen all of a sudden has a necklace to give her too and it was like wait what the fuck it was literally like a massive like cubic zirconia like gold plated chain that you get from like one of the online jewelers like i don't even think it was for her i think he went and got out of his bag like he brought that i think the producers gave it to them because i'm sorry the guys won't think this far ahead they don't this is so such a fucking setup i mean it's yeah it's so nice i mean it's nice i guess that they gave her joy but like I don't and know. Demi like, was just like you, how rude of you guys to make her wear that? They're hideous. How rude. Yeah. Like, in one way, you look like a 2003 mom that shops at Brighton. And the other way, you look like Rick Ross on a Miami yacht. Yes. Like, it was the most random. Pit. Like, I know it was gif- gifted by two different men, but it was like, the fuck? One is literally is like this? Rick Ross, and the other one is literally like, I'm a mom. A suburban mom. <laughs> yes. It was so. Oh, from 2003 weird. it was with her so... roxy tank top on yes and like spoiler alert she sends them both packing she like <laughs> does not pick either of them which, which like makes think, sense and she gives ivan a chance thank god i know Ugh, i love ivan and, and like, i love you that deserve for him. to be here and i love how she picked her so good for them um then we so that was like what happened between that all those couples thank god chasen's gone we don't have to see him anymore <laughs> so grateful um kenny was is that was that his name again kenny yeah the one with the stars of Fucking over his crotch kind of no that's the other one no who am i thinking sorry the, i don't the, know who you're thinking of. i'm thinking of um no kenny's the, one, the older one um carl 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 the one that gave you the bracelet yeah carl with the bracelet jennifer it's called declo decolletage decolletage so it, you were I was close close I know it was close necklatage <laughs> decolletage decolletage I don't really know I don't speak <laughs> I don't French be, <laughs> be French. speak French body know. part I don't, I don't know um and then we have Mari Kenny and Demi who are in a love triangle right now but so Mari like sees Chasen, right? And she thinks Chasen wants to maybe take her out on this date, which is mind blowing that like you're excited about Chasen, but like that's another story. And she's been with Kenny, right? And then she goes, Hey, Kenny, like pulls him aside and was like, I just want to like talk to you. And like, if we go out on a date, like I don't want you to be mad that like if I go out with anyone or whatever. So he's like, 
um deuces like okay he's like no he's like are so we are dating other people and she's like no like just if, if I, I get out, asked on a date like I want to be go. okay with it and he's yeah. like how the fuck does this make sense that you can go on a date but I can't date other people and she was like it just makes sense but it, like, but okay. he, but he's 40 and she's 25 so he's like absolutely not I'm not putting up with this shit like if you right. want to play that game Basically, I'm going to show you how it's played because, and she goes and like vents this to Demi, who she thought was her friend. Uh And then Demi goes and steals Kenny. Like swoops him up real quick. the next second. They stop talking. She walks straight over to Kenny and fucks him. Basically. It was was a pretty shady move. And she was like, oh my God, Kenny, like I'm going to take him to the boom, boom room. She like leads with her sexuality. It's basically all it is, is like a sexual relationship. And she's like, I'm with the hottest guy on the beach. And I'm like, he has star tattoos from the year 2000. And Demi is so insecure. And it like hurts my soul because I, I really thought she was like fun drama filled, but to me now I can like see that she's just extremely insecure and like she has to lead. Yeah. She thinks that that. like being a sexual, like little baby, basically that's like, I have fun. I'm hot. I'm a little baby. Like he's going to love the boom boom room. Right. And that's exactly mm -hmm. how she sounds too. Yeah. Like like that, that's going to like get her a man or like, she's like, (laughs) Hey Kenny, I got you some cake. Well, And now I'm like, I'm like, okay, do we even know Demi? Like, we don't, obviously. We've only seen, like, what she projects, Mm -hmm. which isn't clearly who she is. But, like, now I'm like, we don't even know who the fuck Demi is. But she makes for great TV. So Makes for great TV. Great TV. But, yeah, she, like, gives him a birthday cake because it's his birthday. Mari goes and throws the cake (laughs) in the fire. And I'm just a little upset because I feel like the cake – didn't have anything to do with it, you know. And it it's was like, wasted. Everyone was pissed. no one they got were like, cake. what the fuck? We didn't get cake. Like I'd be take the cake too. off and throw the plate in the fire. I don't care. But like, don't throw a whole chocolate cake away just because you're angry. Like you're the producers aren't just, just giving out cake left and right. right. We only probably get one cake for the season. Rude. I would be so pissed. And but it was just like funny because you'll like. And then um, what is her name? Tia. Tia comes in and she shakes things up and this is like post boom, boom room. And it was like karma almost bit, um, Demi for swooping in like, you know, but it's like part of the, it's part of the, it's part of bachelor in paradise. Like you're supposed to Demi literally was like, Kenny took me to the boom room. So he's not interested in exploring other things with other people. And Kenny's like, I wasn't under the impression before. Yeah. He was like, I just thought this was a quick fuck. Basically. He like didn't say that, but he like basically. But he in so many words. He was yeah. like, I didn't know. And then um Tia was like, took him on a date or whatever. And she was like, Have you been to the boom boom room? And he's like, Yeah. And she's like, What the fuck? And she's like, Okay, well, Demi's gonna kill me. Like, this isn't gonna fare well for me. This sucks. <laughs> like, um, I feel like, and that's just like the producers like fucking trying to stir shit up because who asks that question on a first day? Like, have you been to the, to the boom, boom, boom room? room? That's a very specific question. Very, I thought the same fucking shit. I was like, okay, producers are definitely no one else asked that. that question. Like, no one. And so, but I definitely think it was like Demi almost got like a taste of her own medicine, but then like. Kenny also pulled what, uh, Mer- what's her name? Uh, Mari pulled on him. Like, oh, cause he asked Emmy, like, if I get asked on a date, can I go? But he actually got asked and got to go. Yeah. And Demi was like, I mean, I wouldn't be like happy, but like whatever. And he's like, cool, I can go. 
Yeah. I just like, could not wait. Went. Could like, he was so excited. Go. Yeah. Like, I mean, um, I think they're a better match, to be honest, than obviously I than Demi and him. don't see a connection with him and Demi at all. There is no. Besides I sexual. Just, and uh, besides, like, the excitement for Demi that she kind of, like, fucked over someone. Totally. Like, the drama. But it's interesting. So Demi like seems to like drama, but then she called Tammy out for liking drama. Cause so there's like a love triangle with Tammy, Aaron and Thomas, which where this came from, I don't even know. They're kind of like one of those couples on the show. That's like kind of irrelevant, but like in my opinion, but Tammy and Aaron were together at first and Aaron hates Thomas, but all the girls think Thomas is like the hottest fucking thing ever. And it's weird because- I can see how he's attractive, but I'm just not attracted to him. You know what I mean? I can't even. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could see why he's attractive, but he uses his height as a personality trait. And it's like so embarrassing. And I'm like, okay, we get it. You're six, six. Like we get it. You're tall. Like, yeah. Calm calm down. Yeah. Well, so she, yeah. So she's with Aaron. They've been dating this entire time. And then Thomas comes in and then like her and Thomas go to have a talk and they talk for maybe two seconds. Like they just look at each other and then she straddles him and starts making out with him in front of Aaron and like just hardcore straddling, making out. And then she's like, like not understanding why Aaron would be like upset with that. But, and everyone is saying, and like Thomas was like, uh, dude, like him and Aaron talk and he's like, I'm so happy it happened. Like we have such a great connection. I'm like, really? Because you're just trying to get a rose, dude. You seem like a player and Tammy's horny for you. And every girl thinks you're the hottest one on the beach. So I feel like you're almost just like a prize to her. Well, and and I feel like he wanted Tammy just to get at Aaron. Like, I don't think it had anything to do with Tammy. I don't think he likes her. I think he's just strictly using her. her. And I was like, this would never happen to her in real life. Like, I don't. I know. And I think that's why what fucked her up was like, she was like, oh my God, like two guys are fighting over me. Like I'm going to milk this shit. And like, yes. And she's like, I don't understand why they're getting so upset. What did I do? And I'm like, you are loving every second of this. And everyone on the crew cast is saying how much you are living for this moment because this would probably never happen never. to you in real life and like not to be a bitch but like just like let's be real like I wouldn't be surprised in the next few episodes when another girl comes in that Thomas jumps ship um well hi remember when Tia came in and he, she oh, had yeah. a little chat with him he was his eyes were shining like the Chrysler building like he was like oh Tia like um this is great answers like totally down to go out with her like Tammy who yeah so Tammy really fucked up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah that love triangle was over she chose Thomas right she chose Thomas so Aaron did yeah, get she chosen. Did. Aaron did get chosen but he got chosen because Becca um, from the bachelorette came, which was, this is new because no one that's been the bachelor or bachelorette before has ever gone to paradise. They've gone from paradise to the bachelor or bachelorette, but never in reverse. And they entered Lance introduced her. Like she was like a celebrity coming on the show. Did you notice that? Yeah. And, and I was so like, it was already kind of this like is more fun. embarrassing than like a celebrity thing. So embarrassing. And I was like, okay, why are you treating her? Like she's like God's gift to earth on this show. It's already like, she already doesn't fit in. I feel like she already kind of thinks she's like too cool to be on here. And then like, it just was so, it's just like so weird. Yeah. Uh, I saw yeah. a meme that was like, when people from RE season come in, it's like, 
college kids who are still at a high school party. And it is kind of like that vibe. It has nothing to do with age. It's more just like how the seasons are sort of, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I feel like if you're a fan of the show, you'll kind of like get it. But then Becca, so she comes in, everyone is so obsessed and like nervous, but then Blake, um, horseman, I don't know how to say, um, he was on bachelor in paradise, like I think it might've been last season and he had a lot of drama, but he was on Becca season and he was saying that they were talking and hanging out right before the bachelor in paradise. And then he was, and then she denied it and was like, no, no, no. It was just like platonic. He'll always have a special place in my heart, whatever. And Blake's like, uh, fuck that. Her friends know my place in your heart. I had a place in your hole. You like you guys were probably fucking like when you say hanging out, let's be honest. So it was sort of weird. And I almost just feel like it's just weird that she, on there in general but she chose Aaron so Aaron did get to stay but I don't see it working and then she like was enamored with um Riley like she kept thinking Riley was so hot and I'm like are we I think, okay the same Riley person? does have a great body but he does care. look like Build-A-Bear workshop yeah mixed with George Michael with his earring his cross yeah. hoop earring his one earring and I don't I'm like do we see the same face but I can appreciate a man's good body. It doesn't mean I want to 100%. be with you. It's just because I know how hard like, it is I don't, to get a good I can't body. even see people's faces when I look at them. So who am I to talk? Like, I pick the weirdest looking people. But he does look like Build-A-Bear Workshop and George totally. Michael. <laughs> and he's with Marissa. And then, like, Connor gets sent home. And Connor was like, okay, he's so sad. someone just love me? Or can anyone ever just want to be I with me? I just, like, the fun bad guy. For him. Like, I feel bad for him. Because... I do. Yeah. He's so nice. And he was like trying to be so nice to her. And he was like, and he was like you playing his so fucking ukulele. Hot. Yeah. And changed his outfit to look nice. And he's like, you look so hot on your date. And then he's like, can I make a date for you? And she's just like, uh-huh. and then he finds like, out Taj breaks the news to him that they, her and Riley fucked last night. Yeah. And he was like, like oh my God. Like I just asked her out. Like I didn't even know. Why didn't anyone tell me? And I'm like, cause everyone was afraid that it was going to crush your fucking life. Yeah. Cause you're so sensitive. It was, it was very sad. I feel sorry for Connor. Well, <laughs> he's like gone. a poor puppy and he's, he's not coming back. I just have to mention, okay. So this is a couple who's not really a couple because Brandon and Natasha are people that we're forgetting about. But okay, so Brandon, there's rumors going around that he has been with Piper pre-show and he's just waiting for Piper to get on. And right. he's used, dangling like a little carrot in front of Natasha and trying to use her basically. And it is honestly so blatantly obvious how he's not interested in her. And it's, it's like, painful. It is because, but I can see where she's confused because he's not pursuing any other girl like and, he's not yeah. like actively wanting to talk to people he's not going on dates so it's like you could if you didn't know the context you could like think that he's just not a very emotionally attached right. person or, or doesn't show his emotions really well and he's just reserved and whatever because and then they had Lance have a sit down with fucking Natasha and go why haven't you kissed yet and like, she's like, bitch, I don't know. I don't know. Because I'm like, okay, he's not that in. So she's like, whatever, I'm going to. And she, he's like, maybe you should kiss her him first. I was like, God fucking damn it. I hate this already. And then like, Brandon's probably like over, or Brendan, I mean, is probably over in the corner listening like, oh, shit, I have to kiss, kiss fuck, this bitch fuck, now. Fuck. Like, like, and she's pretty, but like, he's not into her. It's blatantly obvious. So she's like, let me give you a massage. 
And I'm like, oh God, here we go. Like, here comes the kiss she's going to give him. So she's like giving him a massage and then they kiss. And I'm like, that's how you would like kiss your mom. No, it isn't because no. it was a very, I was like genuine kiss. <laughs> I, that's how I would kiss someone. But that is like, like full mouth clothes, three pecs. Like so that, that is shows, my signature. It is a kiss where you are just kissing to kiss and you're clearly not into them and you are clearly in it to win it. I, okay. And, and you're doing you the bare know minimum. How, bare do minimum you know kissing. how I know this? Because hate I kissing. hate kissing. I don't ever want to kiss anyone. But, you know, sometimes you feel like you're getting to a point where you're like, I know that I'm going to have to kiss them to like keep them because they feel no intimacy <laughs> from me. So that is what I give. And that's what he gave her. It and that's bad. how I know and he doesn't like, want to kiss her. It was sweet. I'm like, were we seeing the same kiss? Were you experienced? What's but yeah, it's sweet because you kissed your grandma with that kiss. No, I'm just kidding. You <laughs> kissed like, your grandma with that mouth. Like literally, it's just it was just a pitiful kiss. It was literally a kiss Jennifer would give someone. It's sad, pathetic. And I have, I have, and I'm so sorry. Like I'm revealing all my fucking secrets. And I bet all these guys, like all these guys, no, the guys I did in the past, if they're listening, they're probably like, fuck, did she ever even like me? Probably not. I probably Maybe. didn't. I I maybe had a feeling, one or two feelings at some point, but But obviously we're here. We're not together. Kissing's not my thing. Not her, not her thing. Um, But like, if he didn't have Piper and I saw this, I would have been, and I knew that it was just him. You would be in love with him. I would be in love with him. I'd be like, that is my husband right there. Because you already find him attractive. I find him very attractive. And then the fact that like, he is is not like a a juicy kisser. Like I would be like, (laughs) oh my God. Like, I think we need a match. (laughs) Yeah. But, but it's we, all a lie. But we see on the previews Piper's coming, so it's gonna shake. We'll know. Up. We'll see. We'll see how he kisses Piper, and we'll know yes. if Brendan's. Oh, me. I don't think he's about to ditch the bitch Natasha. And oh like, my god, this poor girl. Is. She's gonna be. I feel so bad he's stringing her along. She doesn't deserve it. Yeah, I like because Natasha. she could be like talking to other guys. But I feel like. Well, she, why don't her and Ivan start fucking talking? They or should. Something. He's they cute. should because I feel like she is unsure. Of whether or not he likes her, but they're like, in this like limbo stage because they're like, in a limbo stage. But he's pussy. also not talking to anyone else, so she's like, he's just talking to me. So he's this playing might the just game. Be how he's he playing is playing the game. So yeah, he's playing the game to stay but. and get a rose until Piper comes, and then they can fuck, and then they can get a free engagement ring. Yeah, and then we the last couple is um, Abigail and Noah, who they're kind of weird because you don't really see them too much, but the last episode you do. Um, I just so I just feel like the producers on this show are fucking savage because I just feel like a producer went up to her and was like, hey, how's it going? Are you worried that like the other couples are having so much fun and you guys seem to be like settled (laughs) in so nicely? Like, isn't that boring for you? Basically boring and yeah, and then she started thinking each other. Yeah, she's like, is oh my God, like is something off? And then she went and blew up her whole stable relationship. She's like, I think we're just friends. And he's like, I don't really just kiss my friends, but okay. And then she like, she, and she's like, am I ruining things? Like, it's like yeah, that, that TikTok, yeah, am I the drama? But like, it's, but the producers know how to, they're literally in her ear. I know They it. literally are fucking savage because they're fine. Like they, as much as I don't like him, and I think that I don't he like is really manipulative. Either. I 
think that that's a very, very stable relationship for both of them. It's like, almost like very normal. Exact, like because it's they, so normal. They don't air it enough either. Like I so that you can together. tell that it's so fucking normal. Yeah, no because fights, there's like no, no drama. drama. So right. so it's, it's probably the best, most stable relationship that's on the beach now. And she went and was like, I don't know. Yeah, she's yes. blowed up. But big finale of the episode was fucking Kendall coming back. And so this Ken- is why I say these producers are fucking savage because they're, sa- they're like, oh, okay. They're, Serena and Joe seem to be in a stable relationship job. too. Like they probably couldn't whisper in her ear and fuck her shut up. So then they were like, mm-hmm. we'll just bring in his ex. Because she already went on a date with someone else. Didn't work. Didn't fuck shit up. So she's still with grocery store Joe. And I kind of like them together. Like he's older than her and she kind of makes fun of his age. I think I like him. They have a good banter. They have a good banter and um, it like works. And basically the reason why Kendall and Joe didn't get together or stay together was because they didn't want to like, they want to stay in, she wanted to stay in Los Angeles with her family and friends. He wanted to go back to Chicago. So it wasn't like they fell out of love. It was like logistics, but and Serena and him are having the best relationship. Like they are getting along Since great. Day one. Yes. Like she went on the other date with Thomas, didn't work out, whatever. Um, but he Kendall's back and she goes, Hey, where's Joe? Like beelines it, doesn't even talk to the other guys, even though they're like into her. And she's like, Hey, butthead, while he's laying with Serena. Okay. And it's I just like, have to say dun, something. Dun. And this is just like purely like what was going through my head in this moment. So, like, they're all laying on the day bed. There's like uh-huh. a bunch of them. And the camera like goes over to them and it looks like Serena's eating ass. And I just- <laughs> <laughs> did it. I didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah. Like her face was in someone else's ass. <laughs> is this and then she comes over and says hey butthead I'm like what the fuck is going on on this fucking day bed oh and it was just and it was like one of those things like butthead's so stupid but you could tell they have a history from that inside joke it's an inside and then if I was Serena and I heard that I would be like fuck fuck Mm. like Right. This fucking sucks because I actually like this guy a lot. And I then feel like she had a heads this, up though, or something, because didn't think? she ask a question a few episodes ago? Like, it like if Kendall came back, like how would you feel or like whatever? I mean, and that he was could like, just be no. like a, she almost she could just know how the show works. Yeah, and she's like, I just feel <laughs> like I feel <laughs> like something. Producers like, are good what at their would job. Be his Achilles. <laughs> Let me just make sure I iron that shit out before the Achilles comes. And you knew it was like, let's make sure Joe forms a solid relationship before we bring her in. Yeah, they, they could have brought, brought her in at any time. Quick. And they waited until him and, and Serena now they're were probably solid. closer than ever, ever because he's like, wow, she's fucking loyal. Like, yeah, she went on this date, but came straight back to me and was like, no, I just want to date you. Like, and they, they, yeah, they're like one on of the, the only cast. couple who are like solidified as like, hey, we're not dating other people. Yeah, we like, are which boyfriend is, and girlfriend. And the other and then you have like Kenny, like yeah, I can still date other people right after he fucked her after <laughs> fucked Demi. So you have couples who fucked who aren't even solidified. But then you have people who haven't fucked and just kissed like grocery store Joe and um, Serena. Yeah, we're like very much connected. And then they're like, let's bring her in. And Kendall's like, yeah. if I see Joe with someone else, my heart would like sink. And I was just like, there's well, there other you guys. Go. There's other guys on the beach. I mean, you could make them jealous. But like, why, why did you come here though? You know, like you to came get Joe. to get Joe. What are you going to move to Chicago? 
Right. Exactly. Like, like you still did you have decide, the same issues. Did you decide because that was a big issue and it's not like that issue's going to change. And it's like, I mean, I Googled him and I deep searched him and cause I'm from, I won't even say I'm from Chicago cause people from Chicago say, hate when you say you're from Chicago and you're from the suburbs. So I'm from the suburbs and I'm from Chicago. I'm from Chicago. <laughs> and he's, you know, not like on the North side of the city. Like he's not in a happening place. Like he's very much in the suburbs himself. So it's not like, it's like, oh, I'm moving to fun Chicago. Like it's, you're moving the to the suburbs. Yeah. Like, you know? So it's like, ugh, it's, it's a hard one. And she's 23. Yeah. And that's going to be when I was 23 and, and even, even now like 29, I don't want to be in the suburbs. She's like, can I call you Anthony? <laughs> like yeah. his middle name. She's like, do I have to call you Joe? <laughs> She's like, that's your last name. Like, She's like, what about Joseph? And he's like, fucking okay. Joe. Like, but yeah, it was, I do like them together. I don't really remember. I think I did. I watched every season. I don't really, but I, I, I remember kind of thinking like him and Kendall, because I think they got together more after the show. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I don't, I don't really remember. I don't remember. Um, but Joe is like the guy you want to marry in my he opinion. Is. Like he's, he's kind of the voice of reason for everyone. Like he kind of will tell everyone shit. He's a dad. Like, he like, is. So I can like, see... this is what's going to happen everyone. Yeah. I like... can see him being like my father, even though like he, he's yeah. not that much older than me. He's only like, five years old. He's only like six years older like, than me, but like I could see him being my dad. He's very mature. There's something about yeah. him that he's just very mature. Yeah, and there's dad, some like, kids. I mean, I mean there's some kids. Style. There's some people that you're like hot guy dad like this like guy Kenny smart. is 40 but he doesn't seem like 40 Ken, no like, I don't think Kenny not. is hot personally I don't I'm not into him but like he's 40 but like Joe seems 40 and Kenny seems more like 35 ish like you can yeah. just there's different maturity levels for sure and then like Tia was saying he isn't Kenny from Chicago too he might be but I don't see them running these, in the same circle. These Chicago guys just oh, love gosh. to be on the show. These like, older Chicago men. And, and Tia was like, "I it sounds like you want to make me pizza with that accent." I was like, "Kenny has an accent." I don't. Me? I don't hear an accent. Were you running out of conversation? I can hear it on Joe. I can't yes, hear it on I Kenny. Can hear, like, not, I was like, okay, like whatever. But I, I don't know. I'm producers definitely know what they're doing on that show. That's for sure. Yeah, they're, they're good. Savages. They're good at their job. Lance Savages. is leaving, and I think they're going to be bringing in um, Lil John. I think that's the last Ugh, host. Kill me. Oh, there's going to be two more. There's, I think I read it was Little John and Titus Burgess or something from the Kenny something Schmidt show. I don't know. Um, Titus something, but so I think there's going to be two more hosts. <laughs> Thanks for repeating that. I didn't. I didn't hear the Titus something. The but first I, time he said it. I thought I said his name wrong. I thought I said something else. People are gonna be like, Katie like has something like officially wrong with her. Like she I think his name is Titus something. Um, but his name is Titus something. Like your like, brains are not developed yet. <laughs> I told and you, then, Amelia, we understand <laughs> your frontal lobes are not developed. I don't think mine ever developed properly. And clearly I can't speak English. It's my first and only language. Or <laughs> French. Netflix. I'm not a linguistic person. So I'm so sorry. Okay. 
I'm so so sorry. Okay, um, here we go. Getting hilarious. It's time for us to end this. Yep. Um, but yeah. yeah. Make sure you guys watch Bachelor in Paradise. I'm sure we'll be talking about because there's just so much going on. There's just so much content. We have to. There's it's so good. Okay, guys, I have to go. My Chick-fil-A is here. Um, so but make sure you guys follow us on Instagram at Blunt Podcast, on Twitter at Root Blunt Pod. Like, follow, and subscribe wherever you listen. You guys, Katie's making fun of me right now, and I just... No, I'm just repeating it, because I... Where, I repeating it, I didn't hear you say any words, Katie, and just mouthing it. I was saying exactly what you were minutes. saying. No, fuck you. <laughs> Why would I make fun of you? I'm Erica Jane. Why would I ever no. make fun of you? <laughs> okay. Go on okay, guys. Play. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We have to go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>